And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. Hey, we're What's on. What's happening? Bro, How I'm, you doing, man? I'm stoked. You have supported Toys on Tap for so long, and you've been a part of like ushering in Toys on Tap and all kinds of stuff. So I'm excited to finally get to yeah. meet you. Yeah, definitely cool to be chatting with you, man. Toys on Tap is the right thing, dude. Trying to help with support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I I hope it has rad things in its future. We'll find out, right? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Let me get my uh, camera all situated. Uh, you hear me all right and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. I, uh, man, I just, I always do scrolling in Instagram feeds before I talk to anyone. And I'm real stoked because you have been doing toys longer than I thought. Yeah, um, man, I think about 2018 yeah. about when I kind of got totally into this you know I had actually found some stuff from Super 7 they had had that Misfits figure and I thought I don't know man I found that thing and just thought about my childhood and all the toys that I had and all that kind of just brought me back into the whole thing you know and then Instagram dive and all that just leads you into all these cool artists and this whole thing so yeah I love that. So we'll, we're going we're diving into that by the way but cool. let's uh, you want to introduce yourself real quick yeah, my name's Eric Nichols. I'm 36 years old. I live in Temecula, California, and uh, go by Righteous Made on Instagram. That's, uh, yeah. that's me. I love it. And as a side note, I just realized you were in the Slug Toys show, and we were in the show together. Yeah, I made that random. Um, can't remember the name of that, but yeah, yeah, an oh, IKEA deal. That's so dope. Okay, so you already started we started diving in a little bit about when you started making toys, which is exciting. Let, before we get there, what's the relationship with toys? What was it like growing up with toys? Were you a collector, a fanatic? What was that like? You know, I didn't, wasn't a big collector as a kid, obviously had a bunch of toys, loved playing with toys. It was the GI Joes and the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. That were big for me. So growing up in the nineties, you know, GI Joes, Ninja Turtles, always playing with those things. Uh, always kind of had them around and it's the same story man they disappeared at a garage sale my parents had so <laughs> they kind of just got lost and i don't know i after that i never really thought about any of this stuff again it was just yeah i don't know didn't really mess with toys or play with toys or collect them or anything like that and then once i started seeing this just full force you know and had to start buying all the parts to have boxes and all this stuff to have little pieces to go for for yeah. influences for different things and just 
went full in like that. So we like they got rid of all those toys and you was that your own decision? It just happened. No, no. they were just doing garage sales and boxes, different stuff that that stuff had just stayed in in yeah. the garage. You know, that was just put out on the yeah. table, man. <laughs> so all that stuff was gone. I don't have, yeah, I don't have any of that stuff from yeah. when I was a kid. Just gone. I figured I, you know, I never really talked to them. I guess they just thought he's not using them. He's not playing with them. Punks. There they go. You know. Yeah punks my mom did i remember my mom doing that a couple times to me i i had these like these tubs just full and i was a a weirdo when i played with toys i would like separate like this is where all the weapons go this is where all the x-men go and i would just and then i remember one of the tubs being empty and it was like what the fuck has happening like my world was starting yeah and so it was like my world was colliding and i was like what and then finally i like I think I've told the story before, but like I found girls and it was like, yeah, take it all. I don't care. Yep, for sure. Yeah, it was you know, I seem like it cared when it all happened, but quickly kind of forgot about it. Kind yeah. of really, you know. Which is crazy. So you you said you're 36. Yeah. So I'm 31. So we we're relatively close in age. Like we had that sweet spot where if we didn't do action figures anymore, we had those badass game systems that were just starting out. And so it was an easy trade-off, I think. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I didn't play a lot of games, more like skateboarding and playing music and stuff is what I kind of went into after all that. But yeah. Yeah. So you, how many years between that and when you saw that super seven figure that brought it all back? Man, I think that was in 2017 or 2018, I think. Okay. Yeah, not, I mean, not too long ago, actually, yeah. And then you immediately, when you saw that figure, what's the jump from there to starting making? Is that a big jump there? I had just started searching stuff on Instagram, which I'm not like a big user on and had never really been before. So that yeah. kind of opened up that whole deal into just finding all these different people who are doing this kind of stuff and I had that one misfits figure and then just started collecting other toys and started putting kind of thoughts together like okay I got this IG uh, 88 figure he can go with the one misfits figure let's yeah. call him IG 138 you know and I just kind of figured why not start making a stuff do the basic things like the head swap and all that and eventually you know for the mold material and start pouring the shit and wasting a bunch of money trying to figure it out (laughs) yeah what was that initial like if you had to put a number on it i know my initial like waste of money was probably like i don't know 250 dollars just gone man i most of all the stuff i did at first was just a waste there would be air bubbles or the nose wouldn't be there or yep something would happen so whatever money i spent in it yeah just all gone but that's right you gotta figure it out and learn you know so that's all fun yeah I mean what's interesting always for me is that piece of so we uh, so many of us came in the pandemic we just showed up and all of a sudden started making toys and it was so easy sitting around searching on their phones and yeah thinking how cool yeah and it was so easy to come by all the information right and I've had some of the older people on that they it was a struggle what was it like you start in early 2018 what's it like finding the that info that you need 
and then also finding people doing what you're doing? Um, I just kind of started with all the Hobby Lobby stuff, just trying all the random mold materials, all yeah. the different resins that they had, and basically just started with that stuff, kind of trial and error. They had the cheap, uh, I don't know the name of it, the reusable mold oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So that was kind of forgiving, which allowed me not to waste so much money, you know? I mean, remelt down the mold and try it again. It's not very good for two-part molds and different stuff like that. But uh, yeah, the whole start was just Hobby Lobby type type stuff. I didn't really know where else to even look, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, was there one artist that you immediately, it's got to be Sucklord, right? Like you find Sucklord and you're like, oh, this is the guy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know who was the first one I saw, but it was stuff like that, you know, and Barbarian Rage and stuff yeah. like Dead Greedy was one of the first guys who I think I had kind of seen doing the stuff. He had like some beastie droids type stuff that he mm -hmm. was making. Um, yeah, all those typical names that you usually start seeing, you know. And there's other dudes like uh, this guy Retro Gimmick who does like a lot of one-off stuff. I don't know if he's seen his stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. He does a lot of one-off stuff and then he's got the stuff like that's the bad religion influence stuff or whatever like that. And yeah, definitely seeing all that cool stuff, which is great inspiration and trying to figure out how they're making it, looking at the pieces. And I think when I was first doing it, I, I was, um, what do you call the clear plastic stuff that you put over the paper? The bubbles? No, not the bubbles or the blisters. I was laminating paper. Oh, okay. I couldn't figure out how to make the card backs, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, this obviously looks lame. This isn't going <laughs> to work, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that was funny trying to figure all that stuff out, too. But yeah, I probably, this is so dumb. Uh, and I, I fully admit it before I say it. Okay. So I knew that, like, once Suckler, because I'd reached out to him and he was generous enough to be like, do it this way you spray it and do whatever and i thought that you had to have some special paper so i was ordering this like canvas paper when i first and it was so it was like three bucks a sheet right it was so stupid and then i find like at this point i just go to shut like a fedex ship and print and just get them all just done yeah yeah i just print my stuff out of my computer at home and check this out oh here we go we're gonna sneak peek Dude, I put them on these, man. Oh, shit. Though, that is such a smart idea. I don't know what those things are called, but they're... Mailers, I guess? Yeah. They were so perfect. you cut the board or you put it like, you just use it just like that? No, I cut the thing in half. So then okay. it becomes, the one piece becomes two backers, essentially. That's rad. So you cut those mailers. How? Okay, so what's the trial and error process of figuring that out? Like those are super cheap to come by too, right? Yeah, they're only a few bucks. Yeah. So there's a bunch of different sizes and stuff you can yeah. get. Um, yeah, I think I was doing the laminating, which obviously looked lame. And then from there, I can't I can't remember. I I probably just stumbled upon these in the store looking for yeah. stuff, you know. I that's kind of the only thing. Actually, no, I've tried it on cardboard and you mm -hmm. got the funny edges. Yeah. in between them you know and tried random stuff like that but yeah i think this was just something i happened to find and it's worked you know yeah 
there was a guy when I first started that was on, I don't know what he, his name, what he went by, but he sold the backers with that like hole in the top already rounded corners already and a blister and he sold them in four packs and it was dope but like putting a page down on uh, a thing and then trying to map out where that hole at the top was was a son of a bitch and then like figuring yep, out and like, then even how it hangs when the figure's in there and everything yeah yeah i just i i dream of like redoing all my old figures because they just some of them didn't hang right yeah, yeah. dude the first ones I made are terrible, honestly, yeah. <laughs> looking back at them, you know, but yeah, trial and error, man. Yeah. And I mean, they're, the first ones are laminated, right? So let's talk about that. Like that, how do you get the edges even trimmed enough without the lamination coming apart and stuff? You just got lucky? I, I guess, you know, they probably <laughs> did fall apart. I didn't keep those things around for too long. So maybe yeah. the edges did come apart on them. Yeah. You know, I thought about doing laminating once See, I had well, the cards. Yeah, what you're saying, though, because you can't cut too close to them. So then you got that little edge around the whole thing. Yeah. Too, even worse. Yeah. Oh, man. that That is I've never heard anyone say that. So you you get there, you start making all that stuff. But what's interesting is you. it looks like you already start collecting as well. The same time you start making. Yeah, I, you know. It's all cool stuff that these guys are making, dude. Going back to my childhood, just bringing all those memories back and seeing people putting their own twists and ideas into the thing is just, it's super cool to me, man. So I just started buying all the stuff and then you can hold it in your hand and look at it, kind of yeah. see how they made the stuff and see what different people are using for maybe the backers on them. And yeah, I went, I went full in, man. I have a tiny apartment, apartment which sucks because I can't really display yeah. a lot of the stuff but went full on in man Wait, are you was toy like is art your your shtick has it always been like this is your thing i've kind of always you know drawn and painted and stuff like that i'm actually a residential house painter which okay. is what i do for a full-time job which keeps me super busy but that's not different different type of art but uh yeah, you know, I actually have a good friend who does uh, paintings and stuff, like a mural artist and real like fine painting. And uh, he kind of one day gave me just an art supply box, mm -hmm. had pens, pencils, just whatever old stuff that he had had in there. And he kind of did just start making stuff, do something with this, you know. And I think that was the inspiration for me, maybe back in 2015 2014 something like that you know and it wasn't necessarily the paintings or the pens or anything that I even started doing uh if you look way back on the Instagram I got these future cityscapes I was collecting like recycled parts and stereos and TVs and building these whole what I called future like future landscapes of kind yeah. of like a city or something like that and kind of started with that and then just getting all the tools and stuff out just anything making stuff with wood or i'm not the best painter but like all this stuff you see back here little 3d wood cutouts that i had made and painted and so i've always been kind of into that stuff but never felt maybe i was the greatest at it you know mm -hmm. which i don't feel i'm the greatest at this either but something about the 3d aesthetic of the piece and physically holding the piece as a toy and everything uh 
yeah, I think that's what got me into this whole thing with the toys. But I'm always still doing something if it's painting or cutting stuff and making stuff with wood or whatever it may be. Yeah, I loved like looking right behind you, uh, all those monster things that something about like silly monsters or scary monsters or whatever is yeah. figures. And so, they're so dope. Yeah, totally. You're looking at the ones on the wall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do them all? Yeah. Yeah, so they're actually big. Oh, they're like, massive. Yeah. 3D, made oh, out of wood. so sick. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. There, I've been more and more interested lately in some wood stuff like that. There's a guy in San Diego near me, and he does only marble characters, like old school, and he'll paint them up and stack wood on top of each other. Yeah. That's just rad. It's very cool looking, man, for sure. For and sure. I look at like that type of art and I look at uh his type of art and I look at art all the time. And then I look at like these figures that we're creating and I'm like, God, I just wish I looked at this as if I was looking at one of those. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have an engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my! Wait! Salvation! Hooray! We're saved in DLV2! Limited edition custom artist-made action figures and DKE Toys! Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures! DKE! Yeah, what's the difference for you? I don't know, man. I... Because in my head, I've talked to Yo-Yo Dine. I've talked to all these people. In my head, I'm stuck on the word toy and how like playable and stuff and like how people want to make it articulated. And so for me, like, it's tough for me to make that jump mentally. I don't know why. Yeah, man, I don't take any of mine out of the packages. So yeah, they're more to me. They're all more of an art piece to me. I yeah, same kind of thing for me, man. I'm not going to go, huh? Yeah, I'm not playing with the toys. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, there's a couple people, I've seen people that are like, oh, that shit better open or else I'm not going to buy it. And it's like, well, then you just cut out like half the market because so many of us just glue that shit to the backer. Right. Right. I, yeah. I hear you talking about that, gluing it to the backer. That part is kind of scary, shipping anything showing up broken or something, right? Yeah. I just shipped something two days ago and it shattered in the, somehow like it was a, a solid piece and both arms broke off. And so I was yeah. like, well, whatever. Don't even They're care just now. throwing the boxes around. Yeah. Uh, so you, like when you start creating and you are looking into all these different things with molding materials and all that stuff, where's your inspiration coming? That was the hardest part. That starting point seems like it's always tough when you start creating. Where's yours coming from? Man, I don't know. Good question. Yeah. Good question, man. I guess just things that pop into my head that yeah. would seem cool as a toy or as, yeah, I, just things that pop into my head, man. I kind of like to do a lot of like punk style influence figures. Um, yeah, man, whatever pops into my yeah. head. That's a good question. I'm really trying to think about that. It's <laughs> tough because I think for me, like, uh, I don't know what does that like it's just 
uh, kind of like that. If I'm looking around one day and I get an idea, I'll write that shit down immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But, I got a big notebook full of stuff that just pops into my head and write that down. And whether it's funny names that might mash up good together or, yeah, you know, something, somebody from a band or something that I think is cool or whatever type of idea like that, you know? How long is that notebook of all those ideas that you have? Is it a long list? It's uh, along with all the stuff that I start and don't yeah. finish. Just a bunch <laughs> of stuff in there I've never even started. Yeah, it's a bunch of stuff in there. Bunch of silly, ridiculous stuff too, but I just write them all down anyway. Yeah. How many, so we've talked about this before. How many projects do you have that you would say are like unfinished right now? Toy projects. Dude, they're all, man, they're all just sitting behind me. Just I get halfway hard on making the card backers. I beat yeah. myself up on them every time. I'm still kind of trying to figure out, like even Zoom, this is the first time I've ever done a Zoom meeting before. Oh. So it's like I was adding the app on here and figuring out how to get all that set up. Yeah. And I'm like, so I'm still trying to figure out all the stuff with the, how to make the different cards and how to get, how to get it to look like I want. So yeah. a lot of the stuff I got, it's not interesting if I keep showing you stuff because people aren't going to see it. I'm into like, it though. Yeah, man. Oh. I got all kinds of just, I mean, Those these dudes, so I think I have like a cool name for them and everything. And it's like, I got a bunch of different card backs designed on the computer and then I print stuff out and put it on there. It's like, no, that doesn't look good. I think <laughs> I'm going to change this. And then now there all this stuff is. And then I start working on something else, you know, because it's like, maybe I'll get a better better plan and come back to this and then they're just stacked up man stacked yeah. up stuff that i eventually just gotta finish but those are so sick you just showed me these like alien things yeah what the heck are those let's Thank talk you. about that yeah they're i i'm kind of into all the conspiracy theory type stuff and you know okay. whether i believe any of it or not whatever i just think it's interesting to hear these different people's points of views on whatever type so the aliens and all these lizard people and all yeah. this weird shit that these people are talking about so i was thinking like interdimensional traveler you know some sort of space traveler alien type guy and found a bunch of different parts and put that dude together so just struggling on the card back honestly i got yeah. five of those guys a bunch of different colors for them i think i showed you one or two of them but yeah i got oh five my gosh. Finished and yeah we need to get that card back design because those are so sick. Yeah, I'll send you some some of the ideas that I've done up for them and see what you think. Okay, that's that's dope. So let's take a let's take a pause from toy stuff real quick. What is a conspiracy theory that you believe in or that you hear and you're like, oh shit, that's I'm this close to believing in it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of like question everything, dude yeah so a lot of them i'm open to it's like did we go to the moon i don't know man. <laughs> i don't know i don't know so i'm open to a lot of them dude i heard one. one i can think of oh I for yeah sure don't think well i don't think they're drinking baby blood i'll tell you that oh <laughs> yeah the QAnon stuff yeah i don't <laughs> none of that i don't think but. yeah there i heard one that let uh so i watch a show called blacklist and, it, and the whole show is based around this idea of people having so much money, they can do whatever they want. 
and one of the conspiracy theories is that there are people out there that have so much money that it makes Jeffrey Bezos look minuscule. And we don't, yeah, and we don't know about those people because they have so much money that they can just stay hidden, that you'd never know who it was. What are they doing with their money? What are they? Right? Like, that's the the thing that I want to know. Like, if this is true, what are you doing with all that money? How much money are they hiding? Yeah. Like, how'd you, how'd you even come by that money? Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's a strange one. That's a strange one. Yeah, those are the ones I, I dive in. All the like baby blood stuff and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't flat earth. yeah, flat earthers. Man, those are I don't See, get it's mad. Funny though, man. I don't I don't believe that shit, but it's yeah. definitely interesting to hear these people talk about it, man. Yeah. I rarely get mad at people, but man, when people start chiming off on things like that, it's like I can't even be in the conversation. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I think it's wild. I'll hear it all day long. Yeah. So you start making these toys and you are like designing and you're on this process. At what point in your toy journey do you start uh, realizing there's an audience for this and that you start like maybe not selling in massive, but like selling pieces away because people are like, oh, I how do I get my hands on that? Yeah, that was the craziest thing I the first one I might have sold was probably a laminated one, which okay. is ridiculous now that I'm looking back at it. And I was kind of blown away that Ed, the guy reached out to me. I just had posted something and I yeah. was kind of blown away that anybody even wanted it. So besides the fact that I thought this was something cool that I could make, it's like, hmm, maybe other people. I mean, what am I going to do with it anyway? Yeah. You know? So yeah, someone wants it. I mean, that's amazing. I'm going to have fun making it in the meantime, but yeah, someone just reached out and bought it. So I think that's kind of where that, yeah. And so, and then when you, when he reaches out, pricing is something that I love talking with every artist. Oh, dude, I screwed all that up, man. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you charge? Well, I'd never shipped anything. I'd never, I didn't make anything on it, man. I went to go ship the thing and the shipping cost was as much as I had basically sold it for. And I remember I had forgot to mention anything about the shipping. Mm. They held me the money. And then I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. I just shipped it to him. Cause it's like, it is, it is what it is, you know? So that was the first learning one on that. Like I better include some shipping prices. Yeah. There was a couple in that beginning period where I was shipping to Canada and I was just, I didn't use, um, uh, I use pirate ship now. And so it's like it cut costs for shipping and stuff. And so shipping international, I don't really pay over 20 bucks, which is nice. But in those beginning days, it was like 30, 40 bucks to ship something. Yeah. I still don't know really what the best option for the shipping is i never really know how to guess what that is every time i take it in it seems like it's some different price and yep. always more than i expect but i'm more than happy just to get the thing to someone who's interested in it so it is what it is but i'll have to talk with you about pirate pirate ship you said yeah oh yeah well we have so much to talk about after this to talk about through shipping and those backers and everything so you, you you start producing those things and you get your first sale and that's got to feel great 
because someone oh, like yeah. sees your work and then not only because I don't know did you put it up for sale on Instagram or do they just say like oh I want that I don't think I had put it for sale I think I had just posted it I didn't yeah I, at the time with Instagram and everything I I just was putting stuff on there I yeah. had no idea I still kind of tend to do that too because I'm always like is anybody even gonna want this or yeah hoping maybe if they do they'll just reach out but <laughs> yeah I he had just reached out man and honestly that's amazing because I had like I was saying I had no idea that would even be a thing yeah I like that that always feels so much more gratifying than if I have a sale going on it's like yeah I have a sale you came you bought but if I have a set like I just post something and they offer me money that feels great totally totally yeah Totally. So you, you start doing that and then you, you kick it into gear and start producing more at what point? Cause we, there's a time point between you selling your first piece and then me seeing you in that slug toys, uh, like kind of toy show. So are you in toy shows more in that area? Are you trying to find out how to get into toy shows in between that? Um, not really at all. I didn't even think that was really a thing for me. I don't know. I kind of always beat myself up just like I am with the card backs and stuff. Yeah. So I never really thought that was a thing. I actually, um, it was clutter, clutter galleries okay. who had reached out one time with an email asking if I want to be a part of the show. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like, okay, why the fuck not? You know? Yeah. So that was actually the first one I did the little garage or whatever thing that was with the slug toys dude too both of those were cool but yeah those those are the only two i've ever done yeah also i saw so i want to talk about clutter for sure but i saw that on the slug toys one someone bought that piece yeah, i they did. didn't know that they were for sale dude honestly i didn't really know what that guy was doing with them and i just figured if someone wants it cool you know kind of yeah I, I didn't get money from it i just told him whatever you did with the stuff like i don't yeah. know you're gonna have to ship it you're gonna have to do whatever you're gonna do with it so whatever the, i don't even know what it's sold for i'm just yeah whatever it was someone, rad. Has, someone has it i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it was so sick to see that piece because i love i love um stormtroopers painted as something else I that for some reason that is so intoxicating to me. That's why I like yeah, Nekusatsu did it. Yeah. Yeah. Blue and yellow stormtrooper. I had yeah. written a whole fucking I don't have it anymore, so I don't remember what I wrote, but it was a whole thing about how he was this factory line producer and blah 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 blah. Yeah. But I had a cool little story on the back of that thing I had wrote too. That's so rad. So you you produce that. Let's talk about Clutter magazine, right? So they uh they reach out they say be a part of the show that and you're still relatively you're about a year and a half two years in to making toys yeah so like that my memory is so bad (laughs) you're asking me on my brain just picking trying to think of these questions but so bad but yeah probably year and a half something like that okay so they ask you and they say i'm assuming it was just a pop culture type show it was the in action figures i believe seven Okay. And what do you remember what you produced? Oh yeah. I got kind of lucky because at the time I was already working on this idea. I had made the super trooper, okay. which was a combination of the super troopers, like the 
deputy type dude mixed up with the uh, stormtroopers. So I'd already been making these things, not really have any planning on what to do with them, you know, and I've had a couple done. So when they had reached out, I kind of sat on it for a long time and last minute ended up emailing them back and kind of going to the thing. So I'd taken it just from making a couple of these. And I think I had, I think I did a total of nine or 10. I think I was trying to do 10 and something happened to the 10th one, I think is what, yeah. So I think I did a series of nine of them. Okay. They came with a little weed bag. I was kind of worried about shipping that too, dude, because I made miniature little weed bags and put real weed in it. So I'm like, well, if I want it to look like weed, I'm like, I might as well just put real weed in it. (laughs) That's rad. I got an email back from someone who had bought one saying, dude, is this real weed in here? This thing smells. (laughs) I love that. So they sold, did they, how well did they sell when they were there? I don't, I don't know how clutter actually works. Um, I had sold, let's see. I had sold three or four of them. So I still have a couple. I I got at least four of them back. I still have a couple and I gave a couple away to a couple friends too. Yeah. That's so sick. I I made a couple other things that I sent them to. There was like a, uh, crimson like stormtrooper misfit stormtrooper and a misfits darth vader type okay. thing that i had made those didn't sell i'd also made a uh from a sign that hippies use the back door yeah. sign <laughs> yeah kind of had a perfect safety that fit the exact hippie style with the yeah. glasses and the long hair and the bandana and i sent all those in but those ones looking back were pretty well the hippies one was pretty cool but the Super Troopers one, uh, yeah, those went pretty well, I thought, man. They were ended up being a pretty cool figure. I love that. I think I did see it as I was scrolling. Is it the Super Trooper uh, helmet with a cowboy hat on top or like a Super Trooper hat on top? Totally. Yeah, sweet. You got okay. the hat and the police uniform and all that yeah. stuff. That's fucking rad. So you start, you, okay, so you made nine or 10 of them and by this point you have learned molding and casting i'm assuming because you didn't kit bash all those did you no those were all cast molded casted um they still had a bunch of problems you know but they were fully painted so it's like i you could add all the little air bubbles and all the little stuff that comes out you know fill in the pieces paint will fix them i was kind of doing that that's actually how that saved me with those is because I couldn't really get the fingers and all of them to come out perfect. And yeah. Yeah. So using little sculpt stuff on top of that resin cast, that didn't come out with perfect. And the paint job is what saved me on those. Yeah. You know, who's crazy good at that. And we've talked about it. Uh, DeMarc's toys. They didn't need uh, a freaking pressure pot. I don't know if you use one, but he doesn't use, or he does now, but he didn't for the longest time. He just built the mold so that the air would leave. Yeah, that's honestly what I've kind of had to figure out um, yeah. in the apartment that I'm living. Thankfully, I'm moving out in like three months too. There we and go. Crazy trying to find anywhere in California right now. That's anyway. That's another story. But yeah, yeah, no, in the apartment, I can't, I can't run the pressure pot and all that stuff with the noise. So I've had to work around that whole deal it sounds fun but that's another whole 
kind of learning experience and I've figured out kind of how to work around for the most part air bubbles and stuff the hardest is when you're trying to clear casters whatever and not paint anything obviously yeah yeah I haven't I still haven't to this point done a clear cast because I'm not though I love doing this I'm not proficient so like yeah. I getting a like crystal clear that's unreal for me I, I I haven't figured out how to do it yet I can't get the crystal clear but they always I mean I don't know if you could see this guy that long. Just tiny, yeah. tiny bubbles in there, right? Yeah, there's tiny bubbles yeah. through the whole thing. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Earth 2 Kentucky! Aliens have landed, Earthling. I want lowbrow art and bootleg toys. Toys, 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 toys. Well, you come to the right place. Earth to Kentucky is a shop for folks who love vintage sci-fi, lowbrow, and art bootleg toys. Toys, toys, toys. They're located over there at 836 Main Street, Covington, Kentucky. Toys, toys, toys. They carry original art, vintage action figures, designer bootleg toys and toys, 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 and t-shirts. Designed exclusively for their store by some of their favorite artists. Thank you, Earthling. I enjoy Earth to Kentucky. I have all my favorite bootleg art toys. toys. Hey, look at that over there. It's a spaceship. Yeah. I need to go now. Someone's filming me in my spaceship. Shop now. www.earthtokentucky.com. That's earth2kentucky.com. Or just land your spaceship when they're open. There's a, a couple companies that they promise like, oh, the, the resin degasses itself. And I, I call bullshit because like, there's no way. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, no. I haven't tried the pressure pot, but yeah, I don't so, know. I don't really mind those little bubbles in there. As long as there's not holes and missing nose and missing yeah. fingers. And I don't really yeah. mind that. So you, as you start doing this and you're, you sent stuff to clutter, are you looking to be involved with things like DKE to be on like a convention cert? How does it, how do you plan your year when you're making toys? Does it matter for you or you just make whatever you make? no plan okay <laughs> no plan. i don't know when stuff comes to me i try to make it um i have a full-time job so yeah you know monday through friday every week um whenever i can find time just to do stuff i feel like it would definitely be fun to do anything like that definitely a bigger commitment i mean it's hard for me to even get on and stay current with even the social media and posting this stuff and i'm I'm just terrible at it. So yeah. I just kind of do the stuff as it comes to me. What is, so I like, I maybe I, you'll be the first one I've asked about this. What's it like working a full-time job, right? Monday through Friday, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And then you are a toy maker. And so like, what's that work-life balance that, of trying to figure out how to do that? What's that like for you? I don't know. I like my job. I yeah. like them both, man. So it's yeah. kind of easy. My chick doesn't mind if I'm doing this stuff either. So right. I don't know. What else am I going to be doing on my free time? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could be doing way worse things, right? Like making toys yeah. is the most innocent thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's rad. So you, uh, I, you've gotten to this point and you have some toys that we, you've sent me. Like I, I've seen pictures of it that you're starting to make. What's for... For Righteous Made, what do you hope, like what's coming? What are some of the ideas that you want to push through? What are some things that are coming out right now? Um, man, 
Well, I don't know. Okay. I got a bunch of just unfinished random stuff that I'm working on. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I love that. I Not love a very good answer to that question now. <laughs> yeah, but I love that so much more. I stress my shit out. I stress out all the time. Like right now, because I do customs for people and and I'm working with DKE uh, on his uh, online DKE con. And so like, and I work full time. So I'm stressed the fuck out right now trying to get it all done. And there's something that sounds so much more appealing to me for just to say like, yeah, if it comes to me, it comes to me. We'll see what happens. Like, I like that thought. Yeah, I don't want to stress on it. I mean, I have all kinds of stuff that I'm working on, dude. I have some keychains that I've been making. I have a bunch of big resin skulls that I've been making. Yeah. The alien figures that I was showing you. Um, I got those little funny Bar 2D2. Which yeah. I funny name, you know, works out kind of good with the two. So I'm trying to finish that one up. Um, Just different stuff. I've been doing these resin card backs which i've seen barbarian rage did the badass ones that yeah. he carved and all that stuff but then working on trying to figure out how to get a cool resin pour down for the card back itself too um just all kinds of stuff like that yeah the resin card back that's some shit that is insane oh here we go let's see it oh wait that's Eric, that shit is so sick. Thank you, bro. That, <laughs> wait, wait, we grabbed that again. We got to look at that. That is so uh, insane. That's so funny. Oh, yeah, my. man, I, I have a few of these finished. It's the same with a bunch of my stuff, and they're just kind of sitting around. I wanted to figure out how to, way, how to get, get something on the back so it's not blank. Um, couple other things like it's got weird edges in some places that i want to figure out how to get rid of but oh fuck that's yeah. so sick so i'm going to describe this so it i mean this is the podcast but this is it's not if you're thinking of a resin poured backer with like all kinds of shapes and stuff on it this is not it it's kind of see-through but it has like splatter paints on it and all kinds of dope it looks so sick yeah, all that, all the little splatters, that's just different resin that I had dripped on there. The thing actually glows in the dark too, which is pretty cool. Oh, um, shit. That's yeah, that's awesome. all resin. It's, I found a clipboard. Yeah. Oh, and just cut it and fucking. No, no, they have so you can make your own resin clipboards. Okay. I found these random silicone resin clipboard tra trays and they're, I think that they're the same exact size is the regular card backs typically yeah. and i just figured out sculpted myself the little chad piece on there you know and had to get that in there and just pour them right in there dude it's actually really easy i'm just trying to figure out how to make them i don't know you said it looks cool but oh I, that, <laughs> that piece if you put those up yeah 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 i that's a piece i'm copping for sure because it looks sick i haven't seen What's so interesting is I haven't seen anything like that, right? Like I've seen um, Barbarian Rage has his insanely well-sculpted one. It's cool though. Yeah, and it's like, he's in a whole nother level. I to, to say that Scott is a bootleg or a toy artist, I feel like that's so crazy. He's like, his level is so much higher than that. And then you have um, 
uh, green plastic tunnels. I don't know if you, do you know them? Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. I collect, I collect some of his stuff too. And his are uh, resin cast backers, some of them. And, but yours is different because it's see, it's got those color. Damn. Just great job. Holy shit. Those Dude, are I'm good. On it, man. Yeah. Um, so that's what you've got going on. You, you were so nonchalant about like, what you've got going on but that's some dope shit you've got going on yeah it's funny i i i don't know stumbling a little for words i'm thinking about all the stuff as you're asking me and i guess i don't have the biggest game plan of yeah. things like you're kind of i'm just like you said man i'm just kind of going with it and doing it so yeah i figured maybe i'll just show you this yeah. is what i got going so there you go <laughs> which is so sick. Uh, yeah. So the, as we're starting to wrap up at the last part of the podcast, you've heard it. It's all about the artists, where we can find you, all the things that you got come in or uh, plug anything that you've been a part of. So, yeah, Hey, totally, totally. Th- this is for you. Well, dude, it's been awesome being on here, man. I listen to this podcast and it's cool to be a part of it. I appreciate you having me on here, man. Um, We'll have to meet up sometime, dude. I'll give you this piece, though. We'll oh. definitely have to just meet up sometime. I know you're right, but hour away or something from not me. far. Yeah, we'll have to get a beer and do that or something sometime. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know for the future. Just okay, I'll try and post some more stuff. That's what I'm gonna try and do for the future. Try and actually post my stuff and yeah. maybe just share more progress pictures instead of waiting until I'm completely done with all this stuff and. You can find me on Instagram at Righteous Made. Um, if I'm going to plug anybody, I'd say go check out my buddy, Steven Van Art. He's the one who gave me all the art supplies, um, kind of got me back into making just art in general. So I can kind of thank him for getting me into that. So go check out Steven Van Art. I love that. I love when people like you, you and there's a couple other artists that have been so generous and plugging other people because it's, we plug those that we care about, right? Definitely. Hey, thank you so much, not only for like, just being on the show, but the constant support for the show and the chiming in and the messages and just being able to send you those tapes. You have, you probably have the biggest collection of Toys (laughs) on Tap tapes. Yeah, that's cool. I appreciate you doing that, man. I love it. It's such a fun thing. but yeah, thank you so much for everything you do in this community for the community, man. Awesome. Well, thanks again for having me on, dude. It's great talking to you, dude. Toys on Tap. The next episode. It's great. It's amazing. You're going to want to listen to it. It's not right now, though. You're going to have to wait till the next episode to listen to it. Oh, when's that? The next one. Cool. Toys on Tap. The next one's going to be good, too. So stay tuned and, and, and listen to that. Toys on Tap. Awesome.